and welcome to week 13 with that MLS with Zero and Oso show. Ben, we're we're you're heating up, man. You're you're on a two two week winning streak. As a show, we're on a two week winning streak. Um, feeling pretty good overall. We're we're making some good reads right now. Yeah, we're we're kind of back a little bit. Um, I think this week is definitely. It's either gonna be really tough or really easy. I don't know. I agree. And I it's, with agree. the midweek, it, it really throws things off. Your I, I as I just said, um, before this started, I think. For the best bet, I think I had I was looking at four or five different options. Yeah, and I knew it was very indecisive. So I don't know if I picked the right one here. Um, dog, at least had a couple. Uh, I think you might have had the one yep. that one of the other ones that I would have picked. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of different options. You're trying to base it off of travel. Obviously, some teams had to travel. Um, I will say that there is not a lot of teams traveling far. Yeah, from Wednesday to Saturday, those are all yep. pretty close trips. Um. The more the travel really was from last weekend into Wednesday, um. So you're trying to factor that in, but it's also maybe it's not a huge factor. You just don't know. No, no, and uh, and and Wednesday was interesting. I put out a few plays, and like I was so close to having a huge Wednesday because I got Minnesota United shut out, which is almost plus two hundred. I I was on the LAFC Kansas City over. It was over three. It was one one after like fifteen minutes, and I was basically like, "Oh, I can go to bed. Like this is gonna this is gonna hit for sure." No one scores again. Orlando plus one forty. Yeah, up in the ninetieth minute. It's all right though. We, and and like you mentioned, there is um, you're you're trying to avoid the landmine this weekend. There's a lot. I think I counted eight teams that are home teams between one hundred five plus one hundred five minus one hundred five even money. Yeah. Left. It's a very very. There's a lot of um, synchronicity to the board this weekend. It's 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 uh, it's a lot of very similar games. So um, I'm excited about it. I like my picks this weekend. I and I think exactly what you said. We're either going to hit big this weekend or we're going to get crushed this weekend. I don't think there's any any two ways around it. So let's let's dive right into it. I'll I'll kick us off this week. Um, I was you know exactly what you mentioned. You're looking at the teams maybe who are playing a second straight road game, who maybe travel a little bit more. Um, there's a lot of nuance as you're looking at those games to try and find that favorite that you like. And I landed on DC United. Um, I got them at plus 105 today. They've got the LA Galaxy in town now. I'm not sure if this is accurate. This stunned me. Apparently, they haven't played since 2019, which is very hard for me to believe. Uh, I didn't really care enough to dig into that much. But um, Football Reference said that they haven't played. I looked at the head-to-head. And that's they haven't crazy. Played. 2019, at least in MLS. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, so LA is going road road this weekend. Um, but the thing is, so DC played at Philly on Wednesday night. They got a nil nil draw, which is not a bad result um, at Philadelphia. And when you look at the shots given up, so one thing I've really started doing recently is on Football Reference, you can click into the game and you can look at every single chance and you can sort them by XG. And I like to see how many chances is a team giving up? And when you look at the numbers, most teams, an average chance, I think we talked about this last week, 0.12, anywhere between 0.12 to 0.15 or so is about an average to decent chance. DC in their last two games versus Nashville and versus Philadelphia, they've given up a total of two chances of over 0.1 XG. They are not giving up a lot of chances right now. They're playing very good defensively. Wow, this uh, is really, really good into it here. It's great. I, oh, I got into this one because I wanted to put in the work on this one. I, I, I had, I've, I've had, I think, two losing weeks in a row. I'm not going to have that happen again. 
So I really like what DC is doing defensively. The Galaxy have given up eight goals in their last four games, multiple goals in six out of their last eight games. I think DC is going to score first here. And if they do, you're talking about a Galaxy team playing their second straight road game, potentially playing to get Vanny fired. Um, they have six out of their next eight on the road. You know, I this could be really a really rough stretch for the Galaxy. And they just hand him the keys, like the front office, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Hey, man, I, are we saying that the Galaxy are a well-run organization? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that has anything to do with him, though. Whatever. Okay, we'll continue. Well, whatever. Yeah, give, give me give me DC 9. I think plus 105 is a good number here. Um, so I'm going to take them coming back home after a, a good result on Wednesday night. Um, let's hear your pick this week going up uh, to the northwest. I almost said northeast. <laughs> almost, almost. Yeah, we're going up to the northwest. Um, you know, I was looking at Philly getting a bounce back. You know, really, you know, I know yeah. they – they didn't have a good midweek, but I think they're going to want to put their "Hey, we're back" type of game against New England. Um, I was looking at Charlotte a little bit, uh, but I'm going with Portland um, minus one fifteen. Uh, reasonings are um, they're definitely playing better. Obviously, uh, Minnesota's yeah. playing a little bit better, but uh, you know they're coming off of. I think if you look at it, Minnesota kind of got their three points for the week already. Yeah, and Portland yeah, has like not. That. And Minnesota, if you so I mentioned that they're not making a lot of teams travel very far. Port, I think Minnesota probably is the farthest trip in terms of Wednesday to Saturday mm-hmm. of any team. Um, in ter- even like when you're looking at it, if you know teams going back home after playing on the road, they you know Portland played played in RSL, but uh, yeah, played in Salt Lake City. So Minnesota's traveling the farthest. Already got their three points. Um, Portland has not. We're not digging into XG too much. I think that's not. It's going to be like a wash for the most part in terms of uh, looking at the two teams and trying to get an advantage here. Um, Portland's playing, you know, has a little bit better XG over the last few, you know, the last you know five, six, seven games, um, but not an extreme amount. Um, so we're looking more about the travel, more about motivation factor a little bit. Who's is got that Reynoso, dog in him on is, Saturday? Is Reynoso going to be uh, going to be back? Uh, he's not playing yet. That's not he's happening. Not, he's no. not going to be on the bench? Okay. okay. I don't think so. That is something to keep an eye on, though. I'll, it'll be interesting to see how the books adjust when, Mike, uh, once he gets back on the field. My guy, Frank Boley, is going to score another one in the first couple of minutes here. Yeah, and Evander's playing a lot better, too, which that's a guy that we talked about preseason as, you know, it typically takes players that are new to the league a couple of months to figure it out, and it seems like he's starting to heat up and figure it out. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to tell you on that one. I, I actually I, I love your reasoning there. Um, on that pick so uh, so nice one there um, looking at the dogs this weekend who's who's got that dog in them uh, I'm going to be very curious to hear your thoughts on this one as as the Red Bulls guy because when I saw this number it stuck out to me it's just like this is a crazy number uh, I took Montreal they're getting plus 420 this weekend uh, and then double chance plus 105 so I'm putting a half unit on each I feel like Montreal should be more like plus 280, plus 300. These are two teams that are very, very similar. And I don't know if maybe they're, uh, the books are really reading a lot into the loss midweek for Montreal, which look 3-0. If you look at the numbers, 3-0 kind of flattered um, Cincinnati a bit. There was a, some weird substitution patterns. Of course, we're not going to get injury news. Uh, why would they ever give out that information? Don't so, even, I don't even like 
There's no point even looking at the injury because yeah. they have to do it two days. It's just ridiculous. So I'm a little bit nervous that maybe Montreal had like Bryce Duke might not play or something like that, which would which would obviously change uh, the odds quite a bit. But just looking at the you know looking at the numbers, looking at the matches, this is a Montreal team that prior to Wednesday had won their last four games by an eight zero combined scoreline, and they had beaten New York. Now this was this was the previous New York under Struber, which uh, you know it's it's a new day, thank God. It's a new day, baby. <laughs> it's a new day. Uh, but they did beat them 2-0 a month ago. So it's kind of tough for me to look at that and say plus 400. Uh, the other, you're shaking your head for those that What can't. does that matter? It's a new day, baby. Okay, but I'm saying plus 420. Like, the, that, that, that's a pretty no, it's, yeah, number here. I agree. Uh, I agree. And I'm, agree. I'm going to agree with all of this, actually. Red Bulls have scored. They've been much better defensively, but they've still scored two goals in their last five games, right? So like They cannot score at all. They can't score, so... You know, plus two four twenty there. I'm I'm gonna go with it. Uh, I, you said you agreed with pretty much everything I said there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Make for good podcast content when we both. What, what do you want me to say? I what, yeah, <laughs> it's a new day, but I also agree. But whatever. Um, so for my dog pick, I was looking at SKC. For yeah, a while. that one stuck out to me. I uh, couldn't pull a trigger. I couldn't. There, there it doesn't like burn you enough. Yeah, it just like. I don't know the it, the numbers don't haven't really backed up this SKC run at all, and I couldn't really pull the trigger based off of that. Um, St. Louis's numbers have finally caught up to them. Yes, uh, so we could say that for sure. Um, so I think we're gonna go. Well, not not I think. Look, I think Seattle in Vancouver for this travel. Hold on, let me stop you here for a second because you said Minnesota has the farthest travel back this weekend. What did I, did I miss Dallas? <laughs> Vancouver is coming from Dallas, so they got a long way back. Oh yeah, it's about the same. Right. I mean, it is not the same. <laughs> I don't know. Vancouver to Dallas. Anything west of anything west of Mississippi. I don't know what goes on over there. So okay. uh I'm backing up your point though here. I'm backing up your point. Yeah. So that's far travel. Um they but the motivation factor is not the same as the Minnesota motivation factor because sure, Vancouver sure. needs big points. <laughs> Seattle it's like well, Seattle's coming off that loss at home, so it's different. They're both going to be very motivated to get yep. three points this week because they don't have any points this week uh, between the two of them. It's a classic Vancouver-Seattle game. I think over the years, Seattle has – I don't have the numbers off the top of my head right now, but I feel like Seattle always wins in Vancouver. Uh, Seattle's XG numbers are great, uh, so that, that helps us out a little bit. It's plus 200 is right on the number that we're looking for. I have to pull the trigger on this one. Full, yeah, full I think on – when you said that their XG numbers are great, um, Seattle, okay, they beat Houston on Saturday night when, when with you know a man advantage. They still didn't play very like they 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 the numbers back it up, but Houston obviously went down to ten men. But they they haven't been as bad as their recent run suggests when you look at the XG numbers. Um, and yeah, you mentioned like the head to head here uh, definitely backs it up for Seattle. They've they or they they've have a pretty easy time with Vancouver usually. Um, and yeah, they did win at Vancouver the last time. Well, not the last time they played there, but the the time before that. Um, so pl- anytime you can get Seattle not traveling to the Eastern conference at plus 200, I think, uh, I think that's a pretty good number there. Um, so I like it. Yeah. Seattle's one. One second timeout. I'm looking at this uh-huh. five of the last six in Vancouver. Seattle's one. Not bad. Not bad. The only, the only one they haven't won is the last one. Yeah, why does oh they had to move one game to Providence Park? Is the one game? No, they won that game. 
Yeah. They went a lot. Anyways, they've been they've been good on the road. This is not a place they're unfamiliar with winning. So, uh, so yeah, take Seattle there. Um, it, it, is this officially a rivalry week? By the way, like, is this still rivalry week? It's because rivalry presented by BetMLS. Yeah, there's a lot of rivalries still, and there, there's a few different rivalry games. And Cincinnati Columbus is one that we have got this weekend, and that, that's going to be one of the better games of the weekend. I'm actually really looking forward to that game. Um, Columbus has Zellerion and Cucho back. They're a totally different team uh, with those two players back. And I am taking both teams to score and over two and a half goals at plus 110. I took this type of bet last week and it hit after like 20 minutes uh, in Portland. So I'm going to I'm going to ride this again. Cincinnati has won all the numbers back up. Now, this is probably going to be nil nil because all of the numbers back up this game being a shootout. Uh, Cincinnati has one shutout in their last five games. They haven't been shut out since week two. Columbus has been shut out once this entire season. Both teams have been shut out once this season. Okay. So both teams to score here, which I think is actually like minus 140. That's a pretty nice number when you look, uh, when you look into the numbers here on this one. But you know, anytime you're playing this, you're trying to get a road team that's going to score. And Columbus with Cucho and Zeller around back, they created a ton of chances against LA. Um, they've got five goals in their last three games. Then and the XG numbers back up that they're creating these chances. And then Cincinnati has been scoring goals as well. And, and at home, you certainly uh, like them to score goals. They put three past uh, Montreal midweek, a Montreal team that hadn't allowed a goal in four games. Uh, so um, I think both teams to score over two and a half plus 110. Really looking forward to that game. Um, and uh, and I'll definitely be keeping an eye on that one. Um, let's hear uh, let's hear your total for the week. These guys burned me on Wednesday night. Yeah, not a good Wednesday night for them. They're going to come out angry. Yeah, uh, against a San Jose team that they have another reason to come out angry against them. Obviously, San Jose just beat them. San Jose is one of the only teams that didn't play yeah. uh, midweek, so that's not great for LAFC. But I think, you know, LAFC's both games are at home. Um, They're not going to knock it at least one win out of two at, at home, right? So exactly. if they're going to win this game because they had drew against a bad SKC team, you know, Belonga called them the best team they played against this year, I think, is what he said. Bizarre, yeah. Totally Very bizarre. weird statement. Um, but uh, So he said that, but okay. Uh, so he's also throwing shade at, at San Jose, by the way, kind of, because they already played as San Jose and saying, saying SKC is better. Anyways, so yeah, San Jose obviously just beat them uh, a couple weeks ago. We made some money on that one. And I think LFC is going to come out with a little revenge factor here. So they're going to score at least three goals in this one. Um, over two and a half is plus 138. I know that's like not a great number for over two and a half, but it's LFC at home. Um, they've scored 13 goals in, in four home games uh, so far this year. So that's good for us, meaning if you know they're averaging over three, uh, averaging over three goals per home game this year. And that's going to happen again against a San Jose team that probably, look, they're going to be motivated. Um, they want to back up. They want to show that they're in the elite here. But I think LFC is going to score at least three in this one. When you look at San Jose's record on the road this year, they get, and I know we need three, but they gave up two goals to LA Galaxy, who can't score. They gave up two goals to Austin, who's not a good scoring team. They gave up three goals to RSL, three goals to San Jose, or at St. Louis. Um, they're, they've given up multiple goals in all but one road game. So, And, and the other thing, whenever you're backing LAFC at home, one of the things I love about a team total over is that they have such depth on the bench that there's so many times where they'll be winning in like the 75th minute and they'll bring on, uh, you know, better, almost arguably better players than they started with. And the other team is pushing forward for a goal and they'll just destroy them on the counterattack. Yep. 
two one becomes four one in like a heartbeat, right? So, yep. uh, so I like that one. Let's wrap it up this week with our goal scores. Uh, I'm going back to DC here for this one. I said I like them to put a few past um, LA, and I'm going to go Christian Benteke. Uh, he he's getting coming in at plus one forty. We ca- you cashed on him earlier this year. Um, he did, you did mention to me over text, he played 90 minutes midweek. So we'll see if he starts. I'm going to wait to place this until I see. Uh, Cause he's been injured. Is he injured? Did he get hurt? He was injured before that game. Okay. Okay. I could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure he was. They may not start him. If they don't, I'm going to go with Hani plus 135 going to Charlotte, who gives up a ton of goals and only has one uh, home shutout. But um, the official pick, if, if he's starting, is it going to be Christian Benteke? Uh, you cannot trust the LA Galaxy center backs and a big player, a, a big forward like him in the uh, box. Maybe I made that. He, he missed one game. Sorry. I made some of that up, but he missed we'll one game. We'll see. I expect him to start this weekend. Uh, of course, you're never going to find any data or any anything to indicate. But uh, we'll, we'll wait for lineups on that one. And then your I, – I love your pick here. I, lo- I love this pick to round out the week with a, with the rivalry game. Let's round it off with the rivalry Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get this injury thing for a second just because – so MLS, because I used to have to do this for MLS. Yeah. They require the teams to give their whatever injury report 48 hours before the game, right? So every team is playing Wednesday night. So by if you're giving me 48 hours, that means you have to tell them by Thursday night. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't know anything by Thursday right. night, so they're not going to report anything. So if you look at the injury reports, it's probably just going to be the exact same thing they have for the Wednesday game. So we know nothing about injuries, so I'm not even looking. Yeah, that's don't, the don't insiders. Into it. That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's the insider stuff. They, they don't typically teams don't even update the injury report if there's a Wednesday game and a Saturday game. They don't update the injury no report. Shout right. out to all the PR directors who don't do that. Uh, <laughs> anyways, a lot of them have. I mean, that's been three years ago, so whatever. I'm not, I got those shots if I want. Uh, yeah, I'm going Jesus Ferreira, obviously coming off a brace. Let's keep it going. He's going to keep it moving against Houston. Big rivalry game. Obviously, these games always end in ties. That's what we say. For three years, we know that these games always end in ties. So we're going to score at least two goals. Somehow, Houston going to find two goals. I don't know how. But uh, Houston, if you look at the numbers, um, very bad road team. Uh, they've given up two, two expected goals per game on the road. So that's not good for them. Dallas is not, you know, an explosive team, but I think Ferrer can find one here. Plus uh, twenty. The one thing you mentioned as we round out the show is the draw in this game. I, there's too many good dogs to play a draw on this board, but if there was not, this game is going to be zero zero or one one. Like it, it, it is. Like it's, it's just a foregone conclusion. Hopefully, it's one one and Jesus Ferreira scores. So, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up with that. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, good luck with your bets, and we will catch you next time on Bet MLS.